The installation occupies an entire gallery room. It consists of four totems by Jesse Mosby, nine inkjet prints designed by Dylan Mooney, and Jalen from Jay's Illustrations, and a digital video playing on a wall-mounted TV screen. The totems are all yellow cedar wood, decorated in red, yellow, white and black ochres. They are displayed in the centre of the space on three light blue plinths with irregular curving edges. Each plinth is 180 centimetres by 180 centimetres by 11 centimetres high. The prints are presented on two of the gallery walls. Four of the prints are displayed on the back wall which runs diagonally towards the back of the space forming a backdrop to the totems. The other five prints are displayed on the wall to the viewer's right. Adjacent to these prints is the TV monitor, which plays a video of the artist Jesse Mosby. A single totem faces the viewer directly as they enter the space. It depicts the torsos, arms and faces of two ancestral beings, one vertically above the other. It is 210 centimetres high by 50 centimetres wide by 25 centimetres deep and stands on a circular black metal base which is 50 centimetres in diameter. The face of the uppermost being is a rich brown ochre with a shimmering texture, as though droplets of water have been splashed across the face. The eyes and mouth are a brilliant white. The mouth is circled by a thick yellow line. Black eyebrows merged into a stylized nose, resembling the shape of an anchor with a pointed base. A thin black line outlines the eyes and nose. Below the nose on each side of the face there are two black diagonal lines which run under the nose to the edges of the mouth. There is a woven headband made from natural brown fibre with long black feathers extending vertically upwards from it to look like hair. Below the headband the feathers merge into long stringy white mangrove bark fibres which flow down over the figure's shoulders and back to the waist. A woven net is knotted around the neck of the figure. Below this, at the level of the sternum, is a necklace consisting of a single mottled brown cowrie shell threaded on a string. The torso is predominantly white with a black Y shape at the top of the chest and shoulders outlined in brown. The arms are decorated with six thick horizontal bands of brown and yellow ochre. The mangrove bark fibre, adorned with rooster feathers, encircles the top of each arm. The centre of the torso is completely hollow. The woven net, which is secured at the figure's neck, fills this hollow space. The net is torn and ragged in places and cradles a skull with thick black hair, some of which protrudes through the net. There is red decoration on the cheeks and forehead. The lower figure is smaller and less decorative, but nearly identical in design. However, the face is a heavier matte brown and there is a bone which pierces the nasal septum and extends beyond the margins of the face on each side. A string necklace displays a single white cowrie shell. The torso here is solid and is decorated with a black Y shape outlined in brown, extending down the centre of the chest. Radiating from this are multiple thin, diagonal and horizontal brown stripes, which also cover the shoulders. 
to the viewer's left and approximately 160 centimetres diagonally back into the room is the second plinth. It contains two totems. The decorative totem on the left side of the plinth is very similar to the first totem. It has the same dimensions and also shows two ancestral beings placed one vertically above the other. However, both the figures here are a deeper brown ochre and feature different colours to the first totem. Both have a yellow Y shape outlined in white covering the shoulders and the length of the torso. Radiating from this are thin bands of white and brown stripes covering the upper arms and the remainder of the torso. Both have a length of stringed fibre around their neck but no shell adornments. The uppermost being has an additional string around his neck which is the handle of a woven basket carried on its back. This is more easily seen as the viewer moves to the back of the totem. The basket is tightly woven in different shades of brown and has long red and green tassels attached to the top and at the base. Long stringy white mangrove bark fibres fall from the back of each figure's head covering almost all of the timber pole. The second totem on this splint is more minimally decorated, heavily painted with white ochre. It is 187 centimetres high by 27 centimetres wide by 10 centimetres deep. It is carved with two sea creatures, one above the other. Uppermost is a shark which is swimming vertically up the pole. It is black with a gold outline. There is some white paint smeared over the shark's body. The lower creature is an octopus. It lies diagonally across the pole. It is black and outlined in gold. The body is dotted with yellow paint and the eyes are white circles. The back surface of this pole is a vertical depiction of four faces. Each face is an oblong shape with uneven brown ochre coloured skin. The noses, eyes and mouths are all white. There are black dots for the pupils. A single white line above each mouth curves downwards. The bottom of each face elongates into a long tube which then connects to the top of the next head. In this way, all the faces are joined one under the other. Although depicted in a similar way, each face is unique in size, shape and expression. Diagonally to the viewer's right, 160 centimetres further back into the space is the third plinth displaying a single totem. This totem is a rich deep reddish brown and is minimally decorated and carved. The top half depicts a black hammerhead shark outlined in gold. A white mouth and one eye are visible. Below the shark are two light brown manta rays. They are outlined in white and black with white eyes and white curving lines on their back. One is swimming upwards and the other downwards. On the back of this totem are four elongated oblong faces extending vertically down the pole. Each face is brown with white eyes, nose and mouth. There is a heavy black line that extends from below each nostril diagonally downwards across the cheek. Each face is encircled by a thick band of yellow which follows the contours of the face 
and is outlined in black and white. This band then extends from the base of each face into a long vertical tube that connects with the top of the next face. On the back wall behind the totems are four inkjet prints, which are at eye level. They are all 84 centimetres wide by 119 centimetres high and are by Dylan Mooney. The first print to the viewer's left depicts a young warrior wearing a traditional ceremonial white dari headdress with a light brown feather and a blue headband. He stands side on to the viewer facing the right, but his head is turned, so he stares directly at the viewer with a fierce expression. His left arm is raised, curving around his head, with the hand extending towards the viewer with the fingers extended. Blue fabric covers his forearm. The right arm is curved below the chest so that together the arms create an incomplete circle. He wears an armband just below his right shoulder adorned with leaves. He wears a green grass skirt over a blue underskirt. His chest is bare. Behind him is an enormous silver moon and black sky. He stands in between two moving streams of turbulent blue water running diagonally in front of him and behind him. There is an impression that the warrior is commanding the flow of the water. The second print depicts a torso, arms and head of a young Torres Strait man standing in the centre of the image. He wears a dark t-shirt and stares slightly to the right of the viewer with a solemn expression. Suspended directly above the man's head is a traditional white dari headdress with a single white star at its centre. He is standing in clear water that covers him to a level just below his nose. The viewer has two views, the surface of the water receding to a green mountain with a thin white beach at its base and a simultaneous view of the water below the surface in a cross-sectional view. Here decorative black bands inlaid with a repetitive design of incomplete squares can be seen. These bands curve and twist gracefully around the man's submerged body. Swimming along these bands is a variety of sea creatures, turtles, sharks, dolphins and whales. The background of the image is black and white, depicting palm trees, houses, fences and mountains. Above these images are more curving, decorative black lines. In between these lines, in some places, is unevenly sized white text that reads, Climate change is affecting us. Protect our island homes. The third print depicts a group of Torres Strait Islanders standing together on the edge of a beach, partially submerged in the waves. A young man at the front of the group dressed in black shorts and a black pullover with a white Darien star motif, is holding aloft a placard that reads, Protect Our Island Homes. He appears to be shouting. A green and blue banner with a white Dari headdress unfurls behind him like a cape. Behind him to the viewer's left is a group of three people, a man, woman and teenager dressed in contemporary clothes. The woman's t-shirt reads, Sign the petition. 
and she holds one arm above her head with her fist clenched. To the viewer's right, there is a woman wearing a colourful green dress and a floral garland around her head. She is being hugged by a teenage boy. The background is a scene of a white beach, green mountains and palm trees being engulfed by the tide. The blue sky is being covered by brown and yellow clouds of pollution. In the foreground, a traditional drum floats away in the water. The final print depicts a warrior walking through the sea, which splashes around his knees. He faces the right, and he wears a traditional white dari headdress, a white shell necklace, and a pale straw-coloured grass skirt. He holds up a long green and blue banner mounted on a wooden pole above his shoulder. The banner unfurls around him. The end of the banner is being covered by the splashing water. In the centre of the banner is a white dari and star. Around his upper arm is a circlet of leaves. Red fabric is wrapped around his left forearm from which emerges two thin red sticks topped with delicate white flowers. The background is horizontal bands of vivid colours, blue, yellow and orange and black. And across this background above the warrior's head are the same curving black decorative lines that featured in the previous print. Sea creatures swim along these lines and include sharks, whales, manta rays, fish, turtles and crocodiles. Another set of five prints are displayed on the wall to the viewer's right. They are all 84 centimetres high by 59 centimetres wide. All the prints have a plain teal coloured background. Three of the prints contain quotes from members of the Torres Strait 8 in plain white print. They alternate with two prints which depict Torres Strait Islander people. The first print reads, We are picking up bones from the beach as though they were shells. Yesie Mosby. The second print depicts a Torres Strait Islander man wearing a white singlet and a white grass skirt covering a blue underskirt. He has white fabric ties around his ankles and he wears an elaborate headpiece. It consists of a blue and white headband with a red star on one side, white stylized feathers at the back and a sailing ship on the top of his head. The ship has white sails and a red and white hull. He is standing in a half crouched pose as though dancing, facing the right. His left arm is extended from the shoulder with the fingers outstretched. His right arm is flexed close to his side. The third print reads, If the government doesn't listen, we will make some noise. I will never leave my island home. Stanley Mamara. The fourth print depicts three women standing side by side facing the viewer. They're all laughing. They wear identical brightly coloured orange floral dresses. The final print reads, when erosion happens and the land gets taken away by the sea, it's like a piece of us that gets taken with it, a piece of our heart. Kabe Tamu. Adjacent to these prints is a wall-mounted TV screen which displays a video of the artist and community leader Yessie Mosby.
It runs for six minutes. The artist addresses the camera directly, speaking of his motivation and inspirations for the exhibition and the effect climate change is having in the Torres Strait.